Some of you may be wondering, Tom, why aren't the Lions on this list? My answer to that would be, you have to have expectations to be disappointed. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packers, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it's your discipline. your host, Tom. Well, I mean, there's going to be like a lot of teams that are going to be disappointed because only really one team can be happy at the end of the season. It's the one that won the Super Bowl. So technically the entire team, like 31 teams are on this list. Grassi, and today we're going to be breaking down the top five most disappointing teams of the 2021-2022 regular season. There's only one game left, so, I mean, you know if you're a disappointment. Before I get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you. <laughs> Things my dad said. Oh, before I get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patron and YouTube members. First, on the Patreon side of things, we have Steven Watling and Jason Cox. A big shout out and thank you to you all. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have B-Dog and we have Blake Raymer. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So, yes, folks, we are in the final week of the NFL regular season. Some have triumphed, some have faltered, and some just straight up sucked. And it was tough coming up with this list because not I didn't couldn't just pick bad teams, right? Like the, the Jets. Like, <laughs> they're not disappointing. That's just their usual, you know, happenstance. Now, this had to be a team that had expectations behind it. And maybe not even to be great, but to be at least mid. And these teams here couldn't even achieve that. And I will say, it was tough narrowing it down to five. I'm going to have an honorable mention here, and I'm just going to get it out of the way now, and that's going to be the Baltimore Ravens. And the reason why I couldn't put them on the list was because I feel like you didn't even get to September, and the expectations were already on the ground. Considering that basically out of August... You lost both your starting running backs, and the hits just kept on coming. So the fact that they were even in contention for the playoffs, I know it's going to be very difficult, but the fact that they're even there, in contention, even sniffing the playoffs after all their injuries, to me, they're not a disappointment. So with that being said, let's start with the most disappointing team. Starting at number five, you got the Miami Aquatic Mammals, the Dolphins. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Dolphins. And you might be like, Tom, didn't they win seven games? I'm like, yeah, they did after losing seven straight games. The Miami Dolphins coming into this year, up and down season last year, to a uh, media was already like, oh, who was going to be gone all, all the way up until the trade deadline this season. But considering how good their defense was, how good their special teams were last year and how they were able to put together some games, there was an idea of like, hey, they're going to be contenders this year. And uh, they're number five. So they're like the bottom of the list. So they're not the most disappointing team. But it's still disappointing to see where it went. Shout out to Brian Flores, who was able to will that team into seven straight wins after a horrific start to the season. But after all that, the Dolphins are not in the playoffs. And taking a look, their defense really kind of faltered here. 16th in points allowed, so they're right in the middle there. 24th in points scored, so yeah, their offense is struggling mightily. 16th in passing, 31st in rushing. So that was the big problem here. They had no run game whatsoever. On top of that, Tua played decent, especially during that seven-game stretch, but they're definitely missing some major weapons there. And so altogether, the Dolphins just 
turned into an 8-8 eight and eight team where they are right now. Now they're playing the Patriots this week. We'll see if they wind up having a winning record at 9-8 and eight or wind up falling to 8-9, and nine. but still disappointing if you're a Dolphins fan, considering at least with their defense, you thought they would be better than just 16th, but unfortunately, dreams were crushed. Number four, you got the Washington football team, and... I don't think a lot of people coming into this year were like, oh man, that offense is going to be real good. However, with the bringing on, acquiring of Ryan Fitzpatrick, they're like, oh, maybe they could good. Yep, that was a word. You're like, oh yeah, maybe they could do well. Well, yeah, no, he was injured the entire year. And you had Taylor Heinke go in and he played well, you know, whether it was with his legs or he had some games where he was really good. But the, the bigger thing was that defense just fell to crap. Chase Young getting injured obviously had something to do with it, but they were bad before he got injured. They are going to finish 28th in points allowed. Considering how amazing that defense was last year, that it literally willed them into the playoffs. Yeah, to see them fall this far is very, very disappointing. In addition, their offense, not great. 22nd in points scored. And... I don't think he anticipated much more than that, but it's their defense fall from grace that really ends them up on this list. Because if Washington had like a half decent defense, they might have a somewhat decent record right now. But right now they're six and ten, could finish out six and eleven. And if the defense doesn't disappoint you, it could be the poop that has fallen on the fans multiple times. It could be the barriers that have collapsed. It could be just Dan Snyder as a whole. It could be the Sean Taylor ceremony. Basically, what I'm saying is just the entire franchise is a disappointment. Number three, you got the Seattle Sea Chickens, otherwise known as the Seattle Seahawks, coming in at six and ten right now before they play their last game. Oof. When we were looking at the NFC West heading into the season, we're like, oh, this is a powerhouse. And it is. You can have three teams from that division going to the playoffs. You already have two. The 49ers can punch their ticket if they're able to beat the Rams this week. But the Seahawks, well, they were the lame duck here. And I'm not just trying to make bird references, but I'm going to anyway. The Seahawks, with a high-powered offense, good running backs, you thought they'd be able to do well. Last year, started off really good. They were letting Russ cook, and he was putting up all the points. Then the defense started stepping up, and the offense started going away, and they still went back to run-heavy football. And at the end, what were you left with? A wild card exit. And then heading into this season, you're like, all right, they weren't able to really address anything in the draft because of a lack of picks, but they got like Stone Forsyth. Maybe the offensive line will be a little bit better. But yeah, it just didn't turn out well. Their defense was 10th in points allowed, so their defense wasn't too bad. 17th in points scored, meaning to their offense. The problem was they were 25th in passing with Tyler Lockett, with DK Metcalf on that team. 25th in passing, not great. Yes, Russell Wilson was injured. He was out for a time, but... It doesn't excuse that because even when Russell Wilson came back, he still struggled. Now, here's the thing. They had a good run game because they were 12th overall in rushing in the league. So they had a little bit of that balance, but it was the QB or the lack thereof for a time that really was their downfall here. And so because of that, the Seahawks are going to end the season with a losing record, a divorce incoming with Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, most likely, and uh, disappointment abound. Number two, you get the purple incarnation of Satan. You get the Minnesota Vikings. And it brings me great joy. You guys didn't make a freaking fracking single week on my power rankings, but oh, you made it up high on this list. Yeah. How's that disappointment feel? Radiating through your bones. But yeah, the Vikings kind of sucked this year. Last year, you know, their defense was 
the hot diddly garbage. And you're like, okay, maybe it get a little better. They actually addressed the offensive line. Justin Jefferson exploded onto the scene last year. And you're like, all right, at least the offense is going to be good. What were we left with? Well, the defense continued to be bad. 25th in points allowed. And the offense, I mean, they were a little bit better than half. They were 14th in points scored, 13th in total yards on offense, 15th in the rush, and 11th in passing. So, like, they're in the top 15 for multiple categories here. Their defense obviously still did struggle. So why is their record so bad? Well, they lost a ton of really close games and they couldn't get it done. There was a stat that came out earlier this year that if the final two minutes, if they didn't allow a single point, they basically would have been undefeated up to that point. And that was like 12 weeks into the season. In addition, conservative play calling, looking at you, Mike Zimmer, and just overall bad play here. They had the offensive weapons, Thielen obviously getting hurt, but you had Thielen, you had Jefferson, you have Cook, and then Kirk Cousins had himself a nice season. So the Vikings, absolutely, that has to be incredibly disappointing. They're used to missing the playoffs and then the next year making the playoffs and just having that record. Not anymore for Mike Zimmer. He's not going to be getting that record. And the Vikings, well, by the end of this season, they have to pay Kirk Cousins $45 million next year. Mike Zimmer is probably not going to be the coach. And you have to figure out what the hell you want to be and what kind of identity you want to be as a team. So here, a lot of question marks for the Vikings, but the most important thing is they're disappointing. And then finally, number one, the most disappointing team of the year. It's not the Saints because they were a ton of injuries and their defense is really good and they actually still could make the playoffs. Nay, nay, it's not them. It's not the Raiders. It's the Cleveland Browns. That's right, folks. Seven and nine Cleveland Browns. Yikes. This team, you thought that they could have freaking gone to the moon. They were potentially could have gone to the Super Bowl. What the hell happened? Well, their defense, which they added to in the draft, we thought we were going to be one of the most balanced teams in the league. Their defense, 18th in points allowed, and their offense, 20th in points scored. You thought with OBJ, of course, you had Jarvis Landry there. Baker Mayfield was going to have a good season. On top of that, you had the best running tandem in the league with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And it just did not translate, whether it was injuries to Kareem Hunt, Baker Mayfield, OBJ leaving the team, injuries that happened on the defense as well. It was just rough. I mean, they were still great in rushing the football. They were in the top 10, but they were 26th in passing. So what does this come down to? They obviously have great running backs. Their offense definitely struggled with Baker Mayfield, who again is dealing with a torn labrum. He's getting surgery because he couldn't make it to the end of the season and they weren't going to be making the playoffs, but he battled through all of that. So he had costly turnovers. On top of that, the complete disarray of not using Nick Chubb throughout the season when they really should have been just run it down people's throats like the Packers was very confusing to say the least. And so I think there's a little heat on Stefanski here, but a lot of heat right now is on Baker Mayfield because if you don't have those costly turnovers or you have a guy who could be a little bit more accurate, this team should be much better than they are. They go deep into the playoffs last year. They nearly beat the Chiefs to punch their ticket to the AFC Championship game. And here... They're going to finish near the bottom of the division, probably with a 7-10 and 10 record if they're unable to beat the backup Bengals uh, this week. But right now, the Browns have to be the most disappointing team heading into this year. We thought they could make a deep playoff run, and instead, they are going to be firmly on that couch after this week. But let me know what you think down in the comments below for you. Which teams are the most disappointing? Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossy. And as always, Go Pack Go.